<clears throat> Let's do it. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Woo! We're hey, back. we're we back, are baby. Back, yeah, baby. We oh. never left. Ow. We've been we've been in Matt's living room this whole oh, time. Yeah. Oh yeah, just scraping <laughs> at the know. rugs. A low budge, big big brother. Brig brother. Brig fucked brother. it up. I fucked it up. Well, yeah, we got to avoid the copyright, so. <laughs> Brig brother. Brig brother. Oh, there we go. There's one that, that took me a so warship. long to understand what you were saying. <laughs> Not just because the way you said it, but I was like, Big brother. What is this guy <laughs> talking about? Oh, and I'm like, all oh, right, the show. Because we're yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, how you doing, Kev? Uh, I'm pretty good. I feel like I'm actually starting to get a cold. Uh, yeah, I have a cold, by the way, so if my voice sounds weird, um, that's on you, listener. Yeah. Um, so, I have know. allergies, so I don't know if I'm sick or not. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm always just, just like in a haze. June sucks. Yeah. I hate June yeah. for well, breathing. We, we've been away for a while. We've got a lot to talk about, yeah. so we're going to get to it. dive right in. Um, um, we have a, a very, very special guest. He is from uh, the land of the USA. He is a uh, Philly fan, a New York resident currently. He's hilarious. Please clap wildly in your homes or wherever <laughs> you're listening to this podcast. Or in the car, just not when you're yeah, driving. on the bus. Yeah, just be careful. Give it up for Rodney Umble. Thanks so much for having me on today. We got some, we got some music for you. Oh, all right. Funky. This is you in New York. Club 54. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is him reliving the movie of Club 54. Yeah. <laughs> this makes me move. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. He's Mike Myers and uh, Justin Timberlake. Ryan Philippe. Mm-hmm. Ryan, yeah. I think him and Justin Timberlake are the same guy. Is that wrong? Well, I can see how you're confused. Yeah. I usually fantasize about them both at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So sure. Interchangeably. And yeah, they both man. had like the, the ramen hair for a bit, right? <laughs> the yeah. ramen hair. <laughs> Is that what Jerry curls are being called nowadays? <laughs> yeah. The ramen oh, hair. Oh, God. Um, how you doing, Rodney? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great, thank you. Yeah, I'm actually, you know, the, the weird turn of events, I'm actually playing an Amish character. Uh, here in New York in, in Woodstock, but it's great to be here in Toronto. Great. You know, talking basketball, seeing some yeah, good man. peeps. Uh, yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if you're down in Woodstock, Ontario, head on out to uh, the theater is called... Walter's Theater. Walter's Dinner Theater. Theater. But all the go. Amish shows are sold out this week. Oh, but, man. Uh, out of luck. How, how about this? Woodstock if you're around guys. Woodstock, uh, don't even go to the show because it's sold out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but afterwards you can get some, some fan uh, signings and... You know, we'll say hello. Make, Wait a, in the park. Get a lot. picture of us with our Amish yeah. hats on and we'll make it happen. <laughs> Sweet. <Yeah>. Excellent. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So uh, we uh, have been on an accidental hiatus mm-hmm. here at uh, Confederacy of Dunks. Busy lives. Um, uh, we had a, uh, a pretty exciting uh, end to the playoffs. I guess that's subjective because uh, we'll, we'll get there about how people are feeling about the league these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. definitely going to come up. But... Um, as always, we'll start with uh, the Toronto Raptors. Dun. Ooh, there's a champagne. Oh, yeah. Champagne poppy. Is, is there a champagne poppy <laughs> yeah. in there? Beautiful. Um, <laughs> who, who, who chose this music? Oh, this, is, like, this is all Matt. This is all Matt. I try to get everybody like, grooving. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Matt <laughs> makes all this music <laughs> from scratch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you the real person who makes this music, please don't sue me. But, uh, <laughs> brig yeah. brother, it's all brig it's all, it's all royalty free. <laughs> Throw I, in the brig brother. I could only play like <laughs> nice. you know garage band loops. That's pretty much all I could make. Nice. Okay, okay, well you don't have to just pull the curtain the whole way. Back. I just got really scared that I was about to be sued because are you yeah. ready? Because of me, you're sick. You're delirious. Don't listen to him. Honestly, I'm ready to sue anyone at any time. <laughs> Me and too. I'm ready just to provoke a lawsuit <laughs> as well. Great. Well, with uh, Kevin going into litigation. Oh, that's right. right. Well, yeah, Kevin, yeah. you're a lawyer. Yeah. You get to do my will. Yeah. My goal is to, <laughs> oh, that's cryptic. My goal is to uh, sue Kevin before he becomes a lawyer. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. He has to yeah. work his way the race, out. The race is on. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be a fun question to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as I said before, uh, you're you're a Philly fan, yeah. you're a, a fan of basketball in general. So I don't expect you to know all things Raptors because the Raptors are generally an afterthought in the NBA <laughs> for good <laughs> reason. Know. Sure, sure. Uh, we're, we're getting there. But let me just square you up with this question. Okay, this Raptor season. Yeah, would you determine it 
as a failure? No. I love the tone no. of that answer. Are you crazy? So like, I like that. So that yeah, that 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 came easy. Are are you just yeah? Like, no, I mean like yeah, they have some work to do, but. I mean, they were, what did they end up, what seed were they? We were third seed. Third seed, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, to be behind Boston, it was just kind of whack, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're not, not going to top the Cavs. Like, yeah, that's a success. I yeah. mean, no matter how you get run out of the playoffs, which is, you know. And I we mean, did get run out well, of the playoffs. Well, sure. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's yeah. important. Well, that's, but, I mean, Cleveland also so did, did that to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, that that's kind of where. Golden State did that to everyone. Totally. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a super dominant year for those two teams. Um, one of the most dominant ever, I, I would guess. It's gross, but yeah. Uh, yeah, well, if that question sounds a little bit weird to you, uh, it, it doesn't sound that weird to most Raptors fans because okay. yeah. I think, you know, sometimes as a franchise, uh, you know, you always expect this upward tra- uh, upward trajectory. And last year, we you know we beat Cleveland twice. Mm-hmm. We we signed Ibaka in the middle of the season and PJ Tucker, and we kind of were putting it all together to make this run mm. to you know maybe you know just make Cleveland sweat a little bit. Right. So I think some Raptors fans that watch the Cleveland. Uh, uh, Cleveland wrapped or the the uh, Cleveland Toronto series and just saw LeBron not sweating at all. Yeah, and, and drinking actually beer, sipping a beer, yeah, sipping a beer yeah. in the first game. Unbelievable. Yeah. And we also struggled against Milwaukee, I think, more than most people had hoped or thought. Yeah. Uh, but um, Kevin, let me ask you: Do you think mm-hmm. this this Raptors season is a failure? No, absolutely not. Um, I think that if you look at it as a sole season then I guess you could argue that we were less successful record-wise, playoff finishing-wise. But I think you also need to look at, you know, managing a team and building a team is such a years-long process of building culture and building a base of good things. And, like, we made our biggest mid-season trade ever, trades, I guess. You know, we were thought of the most legitimately we've ever thought of. You know, we've had... Our, we've had our two best players we've ever had for a number of years now. We're a perennial playoff team. It's like, I think if you look at it in that context, we just need to keep chipping away. We just need to keep swinging away, keep this, you know, uh, make the tweaks, you know, make the adjustments. We did, we weren't good enough to hang with Cleveland, so let's look at that and maybe let's do that again. Was it health? Was it coaching? You know, there's all sorts of questions we can ask and continue to chip away, but I think... Like I think to call it a failure would be to panic more than more right. than is, is needed. So the word failure is a bit strong. I think so. How yeah. about a, how about a letdown? It was certainly a letdown. I think just emotionally. Uh, and 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 would you say the Raptors season is a letdown? Or are you still like no? They were no. I mean, I I can understand. I mean, anytime you're bounced from the playoffs, it's a letdown. Yeah. But I don't think it's fair to say that the whole season, like everyone you know, that isn't Golden State, is is upset. Yeah, I mean, right. Of course, everyone's going to be upset. Yeah. But, but um, I mean, we're also top yeah. ten both offense and defense. Yeah, that's like totally. Well, was there any expectations for us to beat Cleveland or like us just winning two games? Does that make the I, season? I think the expectation was to challenge Cleveland. Yeah, so and, that and not get yeah. like blown out mm-hmm. every yeah. single game. Embarrassed, yeah. And it, you know, even you could tell that with LeBron too, with like yeah, him reaching for a beer during the game. He yeah. was he was you know he was lounging on a pool noodle out there. Yeah. Oh, that's the best analogy I could ever think of. Lounging on a pool noodle. One pool noodle balancing. Take that, Red Panda. Um, But maybe, and and maybe we'll get to this later because you talked about, you know, mentioning like uh, the parody or or lack thereof. But I mean, other than the Boston Wizards series, was like, was there any good series? Yeah. That's that's, that's pretty true. And again, you want to, I know. As Raptors fans, obviously you want your team to challenge Cleveland, challenge the Beast, but like, yeah. you know, I mean, sometimes you don't. Well, yeah. no, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you show up and you're like, "Oh, I'm about to get punked." Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think a lot of teams realized that this year. I think you know the Spurs and Rockets had a pretty fun series. Yeah, but even the Spurs, you know, I mean, obviously losing Kawhi is changes their entire team. Right. Yep. But as soon as they lost Kawhi, it was like, oh. And yeah. I've never seen the Spurs, you know, just be like... No, they got, what, shit. top three coach of the last 20 years? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Well-coached team. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, 
I think there's a lot of parity aside from the top. I think that the the top heaviness of the league, so championship parity, obviously, then there's not. But mm-hmm. but I think the the league is sort of a lot more interestingly evenly matched. Like there are a lot of low seed battles right. and stuff like that. Um, maybe that's a product of the top teams being so heavy. I don't know. Okay, but but you asked that question to me. Do you think this season was? disappointment Mm -hmm. uh i think it was i think people were disappointed so the general feeling is a disappointed feeling but i've just watched way too much raptors basketball for 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 too long to um honestly be upset yeah yeah um to to treat it as a failure oh yeah sorry i'm I'm a little bit sick i gotta blow my nose do it but let me just uh, throw this question at you yeah yeah um i'll talk slow (laughs) fair enough do you think the uh do you think the Raptors uh, should rebuild? Yes or no? Uh, I mean, if you're talking a teardown, then absolutely not. Uh, categorically, no way, no how. Um, I think that if you look at how Houston's been operating, I feel like that's maybe a pretty good model of like, and, and Masai's even used use that phrasing where he's just like, just do a move and reassess and do a move and reassess. And, like, maybe you'll miss the playoffs one year or two years. Yeah. But, like, don't – I think I think aiming to blow it up – for one thing, we're too good to be that terrible. We'd have to do so many absurd moves to get to a point where we'd be bad enough to actually tank. Um, and I think it's just such a such a high-risk move. Like, look at Charlotte. They can't string together, even though they're like good now. They can't string together yeah. mm-hmm. any sort of success, and they tanked for like nine years. And I'm 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 totally with you. There's there's value in being consistently good, and I know everyone points to like, oh, you don't want to be a, the, a treadmill team, yeah, a treadmill yeah. or the Hawks of the East or whatever. I, but... I do want to be the Hawks. I'd be <laughs> fine with that. Well, for me, like a shining example of like why it's exciting and fun and relevant to be competitive is Miami this year. So they basically. Decided like, oh, we might tank. We're just gonna see like what's what, and they finished the what was it like thirty and eleven? Yeah, they should have been in the playoffs. They should have been in the playoffs. Their fans are certainly happy that they have an awesome coach and they kind of like strung it together Mm -hmm. and are uh, like had a really exciting end to the season. I think also if you're a free agent or or uh, or sorry if you're an agent or a player, you're probably looking at Miami like. You know, this isn't uh, this isn't a team that's about to win a championship, but I'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you don't you don't want to go to a tank city. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I know you guys aren't going to like this. Just want to say real quick, I do think they have to be careful with Lowry. I don't think he should get a five year max. Oh, I'm I'm with you on that. I actually. think it should be like right. a three year with maybe like a fourth year team option at the most. Right. Am I right here? Well, it's uh, <laughs> I got... he, he's not going to get healthier as he gets older. You know what? You know I'm, what I mean? I'm just going to move on to the Lowry question. Fine. Well, I, for, first, let me just ask Rodney. <laughs> do you think the Raptors should rebuild in any capacity or retool? No, no. I mean, I think... Just keep the trade humming? Yeah, and I think you hope for... I mean, I I don't think Paul George in any way is going to go there, but I think you hope for that in a year or two they can add a third piece that, you know, that that puts them to the next level. I mean, if you have that many pieces to be... Third seed. Okay, how about this? Lowry's 31 or 32 now, maybe. Yeah. DeRozan, I think, is 29. I think he's 28. Maybe he's he's 28. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ibaka's 28. Is that a big three? Is that a a three that's good enough? Or are you kind of looking at Ibaka like, no, he's just a player on a team who's good? Yeah. I like Ibaka... I like Ibaka defensively. Yeah, but but he's not a two, he's not enough of a two. But no, guy. I think we saw in the finals how much you need two way players because mm-hmm. otherwise you you know they will just focus on hunting down the one weak link. And if yeah. you can leave Ibaka alone, you know you leave Ibaka alone. So you know I think he's good, but I don't think he's I don't think he's big three. So so we got to keep searching for that third guy. What if we That's sign and said. trade Ibaka for Porzingis? Done. Phil Jackson, you listening? <laughs> hey, Phil. Uh, Perzi- or uh, Ibaka is perfect triangle guy. Um, okay, how about this? Yeah, what's up with Lowry? Just in just in general, Matt. You know, I feel like you want to say some <laughs> stuff on Lowry, so I'm just gonna say, what's up with Lowry? What do you think? I, I know you. So 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 you're saying be careful. What do you mean, be careful? <clears throat> well, like mainly, like he is an amazing player for us. He's like you know top five in, I don't know, the conference or the whole league in, at what he does? I, I I feel like Lowry probably had like a top 
Uh, somewhere between ten and fifteen years. Oh, he's okay. Yeah, this year he did at his um, position or across, like. I think wide. I think in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, but you know, there's obviously the asterisks of uh, he just uh, can't manage to show up in the playoffs mm-hmm. to be even like a top fifty player in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. you have to take that into account. Uh, it's four years in a row, and he's thirty two. He's thirty two. He's yeah. I just think that. As as painful as it would be to like break up DeRozan and Lowry, and uh, we, w- it's kind of like looking: do we do we keep them for on like a three or four year contract, and then hope that LeBron, uh, the rumors are true, and he goes to the Lakers in two years, mm-hmm. and then joins Paul George and does that, right. then the East gets a little bit less talent and. You know, we just have like Boston to worry about, I think, and yeah. maybe uh, the up and coming Philly. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. But well, uh, I think it's pretty scary because, you know, like, do we know, wait out LeBron? Is what I'm saying with Lowry. Do we wait out? Right, and they're they're pretty close to the same age. Yeah. So, who's who's like end of career? Are you betting on yeah. Lowry or LeBron? <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, just uh, just touching on uh, the Paul George and LeBron to the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers are just gonna kill the league because I think <laughs> they're probably gonna get Durant, LeBron, Paul mm-hmm. George. Who else is coming to the uh, Lakers for sure? Westbrook. Westbrook. <laughs> Kevin so loves. He, Kevin loves gonna go. That's, that's a done deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the shoe man, Lonzo Ball. That's Lonzo, right, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball. Ball. Yeah. yeah. So well, I th- it's gonna be Lonzo's team with all these other guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I think the league's in a bit of trouble says. because <laughs> it, yeah, it does seem like uh, anyone who's ever been good. At basketball, uh, we'll sacrifice everything. To play <laughs> for LA. Um, so you're not believing any of these rumors too, too heavily. That I'm believing some of them. Uh, you don't but, think LeBron will leave Cleveland? I think he will. I think he will. I think leave. he might now. Uh, I, I mean, we'll get to that in yeah, a bit. I guess. Yeah, but. for sure. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But yeah. uh, okay, so let me just uh, let me bring this over to uh, uh, Rodney. What do you think's up with Lowry? And if if, if you don't if you're not uh, aware of the rumors, there's a lot of stuff going on around where he's kind of like. You know, people came out and said that he doesn't want to return. There's zero chance to return to the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Then uh, he's also said that, uh, like, you know, he wants to get paid, but he's also said that he wants to win. Mm-hmm. And he's also kind of, uh, over the years, there's been problems with him and Dwayne Casey, our head coach. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uh, water under the bridge with yeah. Lowry. There's a yeah. lot of personality stuff. He, as good as he is, he is prone to kind of like bad behavior and kind of like collapsing. I hate saying that about a player, mm-hmm. but... It's definitely a thing with Lowry. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the first question I would have is I was unaware of his, like, not showing up in the playoffs, which that's big. I mean, yeah. like, you had James Harden the year the um, the Thunder were in the finals where mm-hmm. he just disappeared. I remember right? that. Mm-hmm. But that was – and I was like, you know, he's terrible. But then – Whatever, that was one of his first yeah. years in the playoffs, and he developed into a solid right. playoff player, obviously. I mean, I don't know. To hear this, like, has Lowry n- just never showed up in the playoffs? I, I would say he's performed at about, like, a quarter of his capacity. It's, okay. it's interesting because he's been hurt, I think, every time, which is another kind of thing. Yeah. Totally. Like, that's its own issue. I think in the, the first year we made the playoffs with him, he started poorly and got very good. Right. Um, but again, that was only one round. Um, and then last year he definitely had great moments in the Miami series, especially, and in the Cleveland series as well. But yeah, consistent, like count on him the way we can in the regular season. He's just, yeah, not done it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that stuff, I mean, you look at the successful teams currently, there's no ego in Golden State. You know, there's no drama. Even with the Cavs, you have, I mean, Kyrie Irving has learned... To kind of like you know not be a drama queen anymore. Yeah, yeah, he and knows his like, role. Knows just his to role. Like, yeah, to yeah. like jack up ridiculously hard shots. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's tough to say. But if you you don't, if if he comes back and he could shut that off, it'd be one thing. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't you don't want that around your team, right? I don't. Um. I also have a have a uh, a question regarding you were talking about like you know. Measuring Lowry versus LeBron and waiting out LeBron. Yeah, um, you know, it, do we do we invest in the good vibes and the good times and the good memories and retire Lowry's number, knowing that we're not going to get past LeBron anyway? This is like obviously crazy defeatist talk that I'm just throwing out there. But is there something? Is there something to that? You know, like let's ride with who we got right now. I think there's a ton of value in that, and I also feel like for me, uh, 
I'm always interested in a retool or having yeah. a better system and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I, I still think Lowry has a ton left in the tank too. Yeah, I, I, I think one thing that Lowry did last year that is going to be like huge for the rest of his career is he really developed that pull-up three, and he was like basically the third best three-point shooter in the NBA. He was tied with Clay Thompson for volume and percentage mm-hmm. and made threes. Yeah. So I think the fact that he can shoot that well, he's going to be a relevant player uh, as he ages. But I definitely think there's some like I, I I doubt the fact that he'll be him and him Casey and DeRozan will be able to uh, invent a more efficient system. Yeah, together. if if they can't get a ball movement system going, then it's sort of all kind of whatever. I think. Right. Like, do, you, do you think they can? I'm pretty skeptical. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, what do you think Lowry wants to do, Kevin? Uh, I think he honestly just like wants to get paid. He's, he's, I think that's for sure the most important thing for him. And I mean, rightly so. He's never really gotten a good contract. Totally. And he totally can this offseason. Although what's, uh, what's funny for Lowry, and I, we're kind of jumping all over the place here because uh, we'll, we'll touch on some of this stuff later, but some of the candidates who could just like splash money on him have disappeared in the last three days. That's true. So as a Philly fan, would you, you want to give Lowry a four-year max no, to, I mean, to play with uh, no. two point guards and uh, <laughs> and, and Simmons. <laughs> no, I mean, like, especially with all this talk too. It's like, you know, I don't want anyone coming in with baggage, and and yeah. I don't know, you know, I can't speak he, to. He's to, a Philly guy. Does that mean yeah. anything? No, I, <laughs> no. no. I mean, yeah, the home thing's always a bit overrated. Yeah, I think so. I mean, but that's where I'm at. I don't know how much baggage he actually has, but you know, it's just it's annoying that this talk happens. I understand that it does, but like. You know, I don't want him. I don't want him coming in at this point, being that he is thirty-one, thirty-two. Like, yeah, yeah. So do you, so like, do you see any any kind of credence to the fact that like he'd you know show the young guys the way, and by his fourth year, Philly would be where they need to be? Or are you like, we got to save that money for literally anyone else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially because in three, four years, we will have Embiid, mm-hmm. Simmons up for. You like, got to start resigning these guys. These max, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I think I think we covered that. Well, how how you feeling about that, Matt? I feel pretty good about it. I think it's it's always tough with the Raptors and with this era of basketball right now because Masai must be looking at it like, okay, but like, do we do we just want to have a like a good team that's going to get fifty wins and the fans will love it, but like we're never going to really have a shot against Golden State or Cleveland. But Masai Masai is always like, but we want to win. Yeah, of course yeah. they he, do. Like, he literally he can't he's just like I came here to win. <laughs> yeah. He actually says that probably <laughs> once every time he's interviewed. But uh, like going to win does does, awesome. does signing Lowry you know give him that option? You know, it's just like yeah. I think he that's what he's thinking really hard on, and he's mm-hmm. probably trying to talk to Lowry and be like, look, here's the deal. You're 32. We got to be able to yeah. add some pieces, like because obviously you can't. You get hurt, man. Right. You know. So. Well, so yeah, like I feel like Messiah has all the leverage right now. Yeah, he, he's probably going to Lowry, being like, "Oh, was was Brooklyn going to offer you a max? Because yeah. they just got a young point guard. <laughs> what about Philly? They yeah, have yeah, yeah. Uh, also a young point guard. <laughs> Denver. Yeah. Guess what? Young point guard. <laughs> yeah. You want to go to San Antonio for five bucks? Probably not. So yeah. it might, it might just be, end up like Bautista, right? Like he, he, there's going to be all this. I think I think it might be that sort of yeah, situation. Yeah, they'll come yeah. crawling back to the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, um, they, if they keep him, who could they pick up in a year or two that would actually want to play in Toronto? Well, you know, see, if we're still good. Uh, wh- where it gets kind of dicey is if we let, let's say we kind of bring the guys back. If we bring the guys back, we're not going to be able to spend or acquire anyone unless we make a bunch of different trades. Okay, which so, I think would just be what would happen. Yeah, I think that that would be you, – you'd know that yeah. in re-signing Lowry and you'd be like you'd, – you'd understand that like you ha, you're going to have to have a couple of players at least on the trade block. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin, I'll start with you. Who impressed you the most? One person. Whole Raptor season? Whole Raptor season in and involved with the Raptors. Maybe it's Masai. Maybe it's Casey. Maybe it's uh, Bebe Naguera. Uh, um, well, I want to give an honorable mention to Bruno's D-League finals game. Yeah, huge. Uh, hell of a game from the young fella. He's apparently 371 days away now. I checked. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> just just to throw a little bit of context on this. Sure. Bruno was a guy 
who was drafted out of a, a small uh, like village in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew him. Okay. Like no scout knew him. So Fran Fraschilla was like, who is this guy? He's two years away from being two years away. And everyone's like, oh, that's mean. And then and now it seems like it's turned out to be pre- very accurate. Yeah, preposterously accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he's 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 really starting to put some things together. It looks right. like. Um, but no, my MVP of the season has to be Masai. Masai Ujiri just yep. like got everything yep. done except firing Casey. Um, but you know that's just me. Um, yeah. I uh, yeah I'm so impressed with every trade he made was a winner. Um, just waiting to maximize assets until we could. Um, not really even surrendering depth or picks. I mean, we missed Ross, but also I thought we needed to upgrade in the ways we did to even yeah. be where in a position to miss Ross. Um, so I think I think it was Masai. Cool. Rodney, is there anyone who impressed you on the Raptors? I'll say Lowry and let you all keep talking. <laughs> Fair enough. He's pretty impressive. Uh, for me, I'm going to say I'm kind of between Ibaka mm-hmm. and DeRozan. Yeah, DeMar was up there for me too. Just for I, I, I guess Ibaka, him coming in and just how much he brought to the team right away. And it's it's always crazy to see a person in like a losing situation in Orlando. Yeah. And then they come to a like team where there's like there's a bit of a, a chance that they can do something. And I feel like he really kind of like embodied that. Yeah. Um, but I think – what impressed me about DeRozan is there's always the uh, people always talk about when a player gets a big contract, they show up and they kind yeah. of like dog in or whatever. He didn't do that at all. He so he improved his game. Yeah. Uh, there's all still all the caveats with DeRozan, but uh, he improved, I think, every single aspect of his game or close to. So I'm going to go with that DeRozan there. Nice. I yeah. think I'm going to say it again next year. I hope. Yeah. yeah. Is that. Okay. Three point shot. I would yeah. definitely say DeRozan. You're going to say DeRozan? For sure. Remember when he was averaging 40 points yeah. for like... Yeah. For 10 games? Yeah. It was the best. And then, yeah, like just coming off his contract, showing like how he's here to yeah. play hard and win. Love it. Uh, so Matt just uh, said love it, and then I think he clapped a mosquito <laughs> to death. Um, who impressed you the least, Matt? The least? That's right. Oh, um... You know, part of me, I think it was JV a little bit. Yeah, I'm probably being that's little, fair. I'm probably being hard on him, but no, that's fair. I feel like there's just this there's this great expectation. You guys always talk about how he's like, oh, he's like a, a true center, like the old school center. Or yeah, what's that worth now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I, and I, I do give some of the blame to Casey too because I feel like he didn't get enough of a chance a lot of the time. I feel like you know his minutes were really limited in certain points where it was like let's put him out there like we're yeah you know i yeah i think i think if we're gonna be trading something seems like the writing's on the wall package him off somewhere yeah 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 uh kev who impressed you the least um my expectations were low so i'm gonna do another honorable mention of damari carroll was just like yeah god what a gut punch of a season oh Um, i forgot about damari carroll uh, yeah he had a rough one (laughs) but uh, i think i think i gotta go with casey just like just in terms of I know I dump on him a ton, but he really looked like he turned to strategy corner last playoffs. And I feel like every playoffs, I'm like, oh, he's figured something out. And then the next year, he's like, I didn't even re- practice offense this year. <laughs> just defense. What? We're really bad at defense? Cool. Yeah, uh, totally. And it's just like, okay. So, yeah, just more, if you want to talk treadmill, like I feel like he's the treadmill coach where it's just like, yeah. I, I think at a certain point you have to have more strategy than just roll the ball out onto the court and say, go get him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like... uh, I mean, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Casey for me as well. Um, uh, honorable mention to Patterson. And oh, I think yeah, it's that's a li- true. It's a little bit harsh because he he does a lot of things that don't show up on the stat sheet and he's a really smart player and all that kind of thing. But for a guy in a contract year... Mm-hmm. Yeah, to just he disappeared for a lot of the year. He disappeared so hard, and he became one of these guys where, if he doesn't hit a couple threes, he's like like useless on offense. Yeah, um, Rodney, is there anyone who? Uh, well, did you if you can't, JV? I saw him miss a fifteen footer, and I was done with him. <laughs> Fair enough. You're like, oh, that was it—a big brick, or just it was, didn't even hit anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Um, okay, I think that's basically it for the Raptors. Cool. Okay. Um, um, well, the, I, my phone's actually lighting up with things Amazing. that are happening in the league. But before we go into that, um, I, I feel like we should take uh, 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 an, an, an 
opportunity we don't get very often yeah. here, um, in between my brain breaking there for some reason, <laughs> um, and uh, do a very special guest segment. Ooh. Uh, so, Yay. Rodney, are you going to play us over, Matt? I was, yeah. I was, I was, there it is. Just got to do the set changeover. Yeah. Price is Right style. This is uh, Will Smith. Philly. We're all miming. Yeah. We're all miming carrying a big snake during that. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Um, so Rodney, yeah. you are you are a Philly fan. Yeah. You are. Did you grow up in Philly? Grew up about an hour outside of Philly. Right. Yeah, on. That was the uh, you know closest metropolis. So you've been following your whole life. You were there for AI. You were. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man, I lost. You know, I lost my the, the, when the Sixers beat Lakers in Game One of the what was it 2001 Finals. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I couldn't sleep that night. The Iverson stepping the ste- over Lou. The step over yeah, Lou. Oh, yeah. step over Lou. Still talk about it. But yeah, yeah. So, you know, they've been irrelevant but mm-hmm. for years. But Well, I mean, actually, maybe that's even a good place to start. Just as as a, a fan of a of a team who had this guy that you love so much and yeah. didn't get over that hump. Like what what does that feel like over a number of years? Well, that's a you know, that's a great question. Um you know, I, I don't know how Cleveland fans felt this year, although obviously it's different because they, they won last year. But mm. there there was never really any belief that we would beat the Lakers that year. Right. right. Like Shaq and Kobe at the height of, you know, yeah. their ability to actually work together um, was just unstoppable. Um, so, again, obviously it was disappointing, but that one victory felt huge. like – Hey man, I was there. I was, when okay. we, I was there. When we beat the Cavs for one game in the conference finals. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so insane and yeah. amazing. Yeah. So do you, do you look back on your Philly time as like like fondly? Yeah. Or, I totally. mean, sorry. The, I mean the, Iverson, Iverson. Yeah, era. because he was the most like he was the most entertaining player to watch. I mean, yeah. subjectively, but being a, a Sixers fan, like there was he would just throw his body everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and keep getting up. Um. So it was. It was fun to watch, you know. Obviously, it was it would have been nice to make more happen, um, but I don't. I honestly don't know if Iverson could have ever existed with somebody like uh, Shaq. You know, like yeah. I mean, they maybe could have made it work, um, but no, that's a good question. But it was, yeah, we were never going to beat the Lakers at that time. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it was probably more difficult for the Jazz when they were running into the Bulls, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, well, then shifting gears to the present, yeah. I mean, uh, well, I guess we can we can push it back about five years. How were you? Are you a yeah. process acolyte? Are you yeah. are you are you a, are you a hinkyite? Amazing. Well, that's this a, is what I want to know. What does it feel like? Do you like it? Well, I mean, as of this week, I love it. Like, <laughs> I mean, right? There's yeah. So much. There's so much excitement that hasn't been there for years like i mean for probably the last eight nine years people have said you know when they know i like basketball they're like who's your team i'm like well i like the 76ers but you know i don't you know they're not really (laughs) relevant they haven't been relevant for years yeah um but for there to be this much excitement around them um i mean simmons is nasty and beat is just you know he's a beast when he's healthy and he's also just entertaining and and beat might be the best star like in the league right now, potentially, if you're going by personality and of oh, impacting yeah. a game, you know, yeah. yeah, small sample size, but I'm, I'm a big Giannis fan, but oh, yeah, but when I was like buzzing around league pass and stuff, sure, I'd always try and watch Embiid, yeah, uh, and always try and watch Giannis. Like, Embiid only played 31 games, and all of those games were awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah he's incredible. Um, so it's exciting. So it's you know, it went from like, uh, eh, you know, whatever, I might. Check to see how many losses the Sixers have to, <laughs> yeah. you know, to be like, all right, when can I get tickets? When can I see them either in New York or go down to Philly and see them? What's the commute like from New York? Is it like an easy trip? Um, I mean, you can get there in like two hours. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. So it's not bad. And there, there's a lot of buses that go there. So um, actually, not even, probably like an hour and a half. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, Okafor? Is he, is he a part of the process? Uh, <laughs> is, is, really is it how we feel about they, JV? Maybe. I, if I, I really liked uh, New Orleans. I always say his name. New Orleans, yeah. no, what you know? Yeah. Um, and Okafor just kind of sounds like he's doesn't really care. I mean, that's yeah. probably not fair to him, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have the same passion or heart. Right. Um, hopefully, he can be a good role player and and coexist with Embiid. Um, he's but got it, talent, but 
What about a uh, charge? Yeah. Uh, I I can't say too much. Yeah. To too. So much, yeah. honestly. Just just early yet. Might yeah. might be some sweet passes, but yeah, not yeah. not a consistent basis of games. Yeah. Um. Uh. So the next question then. Yeah. Um. As we are, we're about to kick just dig into this fantastic off season we're oh, having yeah. over the last week or so. It's been sure. nuts. Um, we're going to start with the, the biggest news there was, mm-hmm. uh, which impacts you very directly. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in a completely non hinky move. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, in a very so Brian good. Colangelo move, speaking yeah. as, as a Raptor fan, they sure. have traded the first pick, uh, sorry, the third pick, uh, and they are getting the first pick, reportedly, to choose Markel Fultz. Yeah. Um, what's uh, What's your take on that? It's, it seems like a match made in heaven if he's going to be bombs away. Yeah. No, I, um, I mean, I'm excited because then, you know, also they don't have to figure out do they draft best player or best player that can exist with Simmons and Bede and Okafor. Right. Like, yeah. they can get someone to facilitate all that, which, which is brilliant. I mean, they gave up. What so? Uh, I won this year. I won in twenty eighteen. Yeah, they they gave then, they gave up that. What's it's that weird pick? Yeah. So if it's if it's and a protected it's between right? two if to it's five. between two to five, they get it next year okay. from the Lakers. LA. Yeah. yeah. And if it's not that, then they get it from Sacramento the year after. Right. And they that's a pick swap. So yeah. whoever has the better pick, right, goes to Philly. So Philly wants the Lakers. Oh no, it's Boston's pick now. So Boston wants the the Lakers to stay bad. Because uh, Philly traded that pick, right? No, Philly traded the yeah yeah you're right yeah, yes yeah so yeah. right okay so so uh, yeah I guess, I guess that's Philly just being like we have so many picks yeah, yeah. I mean I think it's I at some point they had to say all right we're going to you use these assets to, to yeah. move yeah. to move big exactly. yeah um so I'm excited and you know. Iverson was my favorite player in the 2000s. Point guard's always been my favorite position, probably because mm-hmm. I'm a little night, you know, point guard or shooting guard. <laughs> yeah. So to get the number one pick in the draft, who's, who's, I mean, some people are thinking he's the best guard to come out since Irving, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You know, yeah, people are comparing him to Kyrie like, and John Wall. Yeah. Pretty solid comparison. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, so there's a lot of excitement in, in Sixers land. Cool. That's great. Um, what do you think about Brett Brown? Is he is he the guy? Is he the coach of the the future? I hope so. I mean, it's, if he can, uh, as weird as it sounds, if he can, if he can tolerate Embiid's like, you know, humor and mm-hmm. like yeah, eating McDonald's when they want him to eat, you know, like a high <laughs> quality diet. Yeah, um, I think so. Okay. I mean, you know, we'll have to see some more uh, bigger sample size. But, right on. Yeah. Great. Um. Cool. Well, then I guess let's let's just jump right in. There's there's a there are three things that have happened since we started taping. Wow. Um, I don't even know what those are. So that's so cool. uh, so let's jump in to the free agency frenzy. Dwight, you want to play us in, Matt? Oh yeah. Yeah, I want some more funky music. <laughs> yeah, baby. Get your skateboards up. Oh. Everyone, do a manual. Do the manual, baby. <laughs> 50 50 backslide. Make, uh, making sure I'm safe. I got a helmet, elbow pads, knee, knee pads. pads. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, so uh, there was a report that came out. I'm, I'm starting with the small stuff, heading to the big stuff. Okay. Uh, there was a report that came out that the Lakers made an offer that was rebuffed of trading. Uh, um, the 27th and 28th picks plus uh, Jordan Clarkson or Julius Randle for Paul George. The Pacers were like, no thanks. Um, that's a quick one. Just going to gloss over that. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Butler has informed the Cavs he wants to stay with the Bulls, apparently. Ooh. And, okay, I don't want to spoil anything mm-hmm. for, for the, uh, the Griffin stuff, mm-hmm. but apparently David Griffin, who's... Uh, uh, sorry, I guess I am going to spoil it. David, no, Griffin, yeah. David Griffin was fired by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. yeah, but apparently he had been working on a deal to bring Butler over. He oh, was, sorry, to, sorry to bring George over. He'd been working on both. Both, but George Indiana like had a deal in place because all the deals involve love going out. Yeah. Um. So I'm very curious to see how that's going to work because it's like what this guy almost had happened a, there. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway, so sorry. I, I well, didn't mean I to mean, jump we can there. we can we can just go straight sure, into that yeah. one. Actually, the <laughs> so the owner of the Cavs, Dan Gilbert, is 
uh, a quirky individual, to say piece the least. Piece of work. Uh, he's a real <laughs> piece of garbage, it seems. Um, he, David Griffin said, uh, basically, you know, I t- I've taken you to three finals in a row. We won a championship. I brought in LeBron. I brought in Love. I brought in all these guys. I would like a raise, and I would like you to stop meddling in my affairs. And Dan Gilbert was like, bye. That's <laughs> right. pretty much the long and the short of it. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, and LeBron has taken to Twitter since to be like, hey, if no one appreciates you around here, I appreciated you, Griff. Thanks for oh, everything. Wow. So Man. now things are looking a little oh, more. Oh, boy. What's, Back to what's the murky weird, waters. What's weird for Cleveland fans is if like LeBron does leave, they're going to hate LeBron. Oh, oh, yeah. And I feel like they should, they should probably. Just hate Dan Gilbert. Yeah, but I guess <laughs> I guess it's hard to hate a, a person who's just like a mysterious owner who will always be there. Um, ask Knicks fans. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. It's yeah. not hard to hate somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, fair enough. Actually, because because I yeah I if I was a Cleveland fan I would I would appreciate that Dan Gilbert spent a lot of money, but I would yeah. be like, I first of all I'd almost never forgive him for that note. Oh my all god! The things yeah. he said about LeBron. Yeah. And and yeah, just the way. Yeah. He's yeah. he's, he's a detestable individual. Mm-hmm. Um, furthering the drama <laughs> is Chauncey Billups is rumored to be coming in to be the president of basketball ops. And he said on TV while as an analyst that if he were running Cleveland, he would trade uh, Kevin Love for Carmelo Anthony. So right. that's a thing, maybe. Love is that, wow. is that wow. some sort of tampering thing? I don't know. <laughs> is Anthony... Any better of a defender than that? Maybe a yeah, little. That that to me is like a like I think Paul George for Love's like a home run. Oh as my far, god! As far yeah, as like oh, no question. On, yeah. cor- on court, no love qu- for Melo. I think is will make Cleveland worse. Yeah, well, because Love is such he became such he became a three such point a utility guy. Yeah. yeah, and and Melo's never been that. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, Melo's never played with LeBron. So That's true. That would be kind of crazy. I, I actually do think that if we get a banana boat team thing going, we might see Olympic Melo in the NBA, and that'd be fun. Yeah. Because Olympic Melo is always amazing mm-hmm. every, every Olympics. Um, but no, the big, the big news that happened since we started taping is that the Hawks have agreed to trade Dwight Howard to the Hornets. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. For what? We don't know yet. It's that <laughs> hot, guys. Um, okay, that's so so okay. So Hawks are in full rebuild. Yeah, they're they they understand uh, they're not going to be keeping Millsap, I would think. Hornets, what, what, are, you are, you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you or doing? Or I guess I uh, I don't know. Like I like I, I guess it depends what the trade is for, but why? This is this Here, is I, uh, I've got Oh, you uh, found you yeah. found the details? Nice. Um so it looks like Charlotte is trading uh Miles Plumley, Bellinelli. Okay. And the rights to the 41st pick in the draft to Atlanta for Dwight Howard in the 31st pick. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's like because uh, like since, since since the NBA kind of like did their new collective collective bargaining agreement like the new CBA, there's been a lot of uh, or there's been a lot less of salary dumping. And I yeah. wonder if we're going to start seeing that more because that trade to well, me Well, cuz yeah, the cap's calming down now again. Yeah, exactly. On its face, that seems like Atlanta, what they mostly care about is getting rid of Dwight's salary. Yeah. Who, maybe maybe they just want rid of Dwight, too. He seems like not a nice man to have around. Is Plumlee any good? Is he like a... He's young, I guess. I think I think maybe the... Like, the, which like Plumlee sailed. are you even talking about? I think the, I think <laughs> it's the, Miles. Miles. The, okay, right. the worse, but better looking Plumlee. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Kevin knows his looks. <laughs> Don't mess around yeah. with Kevin. He'll well, say, he'll say, this I'll guy... Rank, I'll rank my Plumleys by appearance. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin can rank an appearance real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I guess that's just Atlanta being like, yeah, we're going into the tank, right? And freeing up a ton of salary. Yeah, um, um, that's so, great. So that's interesting. That's um, I feel like the biggest move of the day uh, has been the agreement between uh, the Lakers and the Nets, which was right. So, do do you have the details of, or do either you guys have the details of that trade? Uh, I can do a quick check here. Yeah, yeah they're reportedly closing in on a deal. Um, I obviously, looks no, like yeah. uh, trading uh, point guard D'Angelo Russell. Yep, and Mozgov to the Brooklyn Nets for Lopez and the twenty seventh so, so, okay. overall. Lakers now have two. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh wow, we got a breaking news. Got a second <laughs> yeah, podcast. <from> <laughs> Someone's chiming in. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, um, so, do we uh, have the rights to that too? Like we do the music? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. That famous person's yeah, voice. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so Rodney, what do you make of that trade? Like, who's who won? Who lost? Brooklyn and Lakers on that one. I don't know. I mean, it's a weird. Tra- I mean, Brooke, Brooke Lopez has been solid, but I think it'll be good for him to get a new place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be good change for the Nets. And. I don't know. I, it, it might actually be a win-win for both. I mean, it seems... Yeah, so, like, for, for me, my, my first instinct is uh, the Lakers, I'm not exactly sure, because I don't know how Lopez fits into their long-term plan, but I think he's I think on he's his last expiring, year. He's, yeah. he's expiring. And for, like, for Brooklyn, they, they, they're the perfect team to eat a contract like Mozgov. What's, what's Mozgov? Two years? Three years? Left? I think it's... Three more years at like sixteen each or something. It's mm. three more years, or maybe it was a three year with a team option. So maybe it's two more years. I can't remember what his contract was initially. It, it, I, I, Multiple years, at yeah, like 16, I think, 17. I, I think regardless, uh, if you're Brooklyn, you have the money. You're not going to be competitive anytime soon, and you just landed a player that you probably think is a, a player of the future. Yeah, uh, I mean, like he's still oh, yeah. a potential franchise guy. He's mm. he's shown a lot of. Good flashes. Yeah, him him and Moutier uh, for Denver, both those guys where it's like, you have so much talent, you mm-hmm. just haven't really put it together. Mm-hmm. But um, he's definitely in a situation now where it's like, he has the keys. Yeah. Uh, from a selfish standpoint, I love that Brooklyn is uh, probably going to be better. Yeah. And, uh, or and I, so I guess the maybe, Celtics maybe won't not get their pick. necessarily, but... But yeah, I, I don't want the Celtics to have a really good pick again. That's yeah, can everyone stop trading high picks to the Celtics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That'd be cool. laughs> um, What's your take? I, I think it's like a, it's pretty close to a win-win. I think. Um, I think the Lakers are probably happier in the end because they found a good situation to clear space for Lonzo, presumably. Um, and they got rid of that weird mistake of a contract they gave Mozgov. Yeah, and I guess if they mm-hmm. want to sign Paul George, uh, they can just let Lopez walk. Exactly. So I that, think I think that's that's the other way in which it's a big win for the Lakers is that right. they'll all of a sudden have a bunch of cap space. Um, but, you know, yeah, for Brooklyn, it's like you gave up the 27th pick and you gave up a guy who was going to phone it in for the whole year and walk Wait, Brooklyn anyway. also gave up the 27th pick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's. I think that's fine. I guess that's okay, but if I were Brooklyn, I'm like, why are you giving up any picks ever? Because they uh, have none. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. Did, did did Brooklyn get the Lakers' 27th pick? No, they or gave did, they, they gave, gave up their their 27th pick. That's kind of nuts to me. I, to me, it's like you're drafting D'Angelo Russell 27th. So, okay, that's I guess like yeah. how that feels Two to me. Oh boy, here they are again, yeah. guys. Nice. Could you just stop breaking news? Honestly, we'll, we'll <laughs> leave. a lot of breaking news. We'll People leave want to the studio that's in just a sec. a guest from uh, from New York. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm able to. Like, yeah, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. Stop it, Rodney. Rodney's Sorry. a bit, Rodney's a bit of a voice Sorry. magician, so he's just uh, yes, yes, doing some cool stuff. But can we go back real quick to to Boston and the picks? We haven't, or yeah. Yeah. maybe we'll get yeah, to them yeah. later. But um, I think it makes sense. We talked about the Philly trade. Mm-hmm. I think I think it makes sense Boston not taking the first pick, getting more picks because I think they need more firepower. And as much as I love Isaiah Thomas, I don't think they can win with him being their number one scorer. We totally, yeah, totally in the defense. Yeah, All exactly. Right, so yeah, he's. Uh, well, we were going there next anyway, so okay. that's perfect. I, I think you're, and I think I agree with you so much. I think I'm tired of everyone talking about Boston's like they're so great anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're straight up Boston hating. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean I love Isaiah Thomas. He's 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 fun to watch. He does a lot of great things. But yeah, he's five foot two and can't play defense. And yeah. I think you just probably unless he, unless the rest of your team is the Warriors, I don't think you can win with him. Yeah, I, and I think that trade comes down to what they think of Marcus Fultz. So yep. clearly Danny Ainge was like, I don't think much, and Colangelo was like, I do. So yeah. uh, one of those guys is going to be right and one of them is going to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, I also think Boston gave themselves more options. So the, the, they're, yeah. they're in a situation where it's like – because I, I, I've seen some chatter about people being like, oh, I guess uh, Isaiah Thomas is their guy. And I'm like, not necessarily. Nah. Yeah, they're, no. they're just restocking their asset chest yeah, over and, and over again. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I think Boston just put themselves in a situation to basically like they'll take whoever they think is the best at third. Yeah. Maybe that's Jackson. Maybe that's like uh, Tatum or whoever. But like I think that 
they're not doing that because they like really want Jackson or they really want Tatum. I think they're doing that because they didn't really want Fultz. I think this could also be a precursor to like another massive draft night thing where they get KG and Ray Allen kind of situation. Right, or Butler. Or- yeah, but sorry, not KG and Ray Allen, obviously, but like, yeah, Jimmy Butler. No, you said yeah. KG and Ray no, Allen. No, that's so. you're right. That's who it has to be. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Uh, I mean, the Nets are still basically now. paying the money anyway, right? Exactly. Or, yeah. or yeah. peers, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think that was – I think that was also kind of a win-win deal for both teams. I think I think uh, Philly might have given up too much just for that insurance, but I guess why not? Yeah. Yeah, I think Philly – my my gut instinct was that Philly went in a bit too – or they gave up a bit too much and they didn't put enough pressure on Boston and L.A. to just, like, pick the guys. Because what if Philly was like – what if they got the read that Boston didn't want faults and they're like, oh, we're happy with the third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time – I guess time, you can't gamble that. If you want faults, you got to Yeah, exactly. Like, do. if yeah. he worked out for them or whatever and they're like, this could be the guy, then it's like – well, you have all these assets, yeah. So cash them in, yeah. Or, well, would the Lakers have taken Ballhead? False not going number one. That's interesting. Well, right? yeah. Well, exactly yeah. because because then maybe uh, because then maybe they're like, no, this is maybe Philly's like, we'll take Ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, just scrolling through a couple quickies. Wade picked up his option. Not really a surprise there, right? Yeah. Um, Ujiri says Kyle Lowry says he wants to come back to the Raptors. Okay, Let's see if I can find a full quote here. Read um, it out, baby. He's been a part of our organization, and he says he wants to come back. I know speculation with the article, but we all have ups and downs. There are times when he's been down. There are times when we're down. It happens to every team, every oh, player. Wow. People go through it. I know what Kyle has told me. Kyle's been here working out. He actually just left, so I know what he's been telling me. I can only believe what he tells me, not the famous sources. Wow. So, okay. That's pretty unequivocal. There, there's a bunch of things going on with that. Yeah. First of all, Kevin for sure should have read that with, like, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire <laughs> uh, music. <laughs> uh, second of all. Do we have the rights for that? No, no, okay. definitely not. But, uh, but, but also, it's like, I think uh, Ujiri's... That article ruffled a bunch of feathers. Cause, yeah. cause, so as soon as this article, so this guy named Bruce Arthur who works for the Toronto Star, mm-hmm. he came out and said that, uh, he said a couple things. He said that uh, he's heard that uh, uh, Lowry has zero interest in returning to the Raptors, which is a pretty strong yeah. thing to say. And, uh, and then Lowry immediately came out calling it BS, and he even prefaced his tweet by saying, like, I don't usually do this. Yeah. And... Uh, Ujiri often doesn't really speak to uh, like articles and rumors as well. So that's making me think that was this partially true? It because seems it seems like yeah, very explicitly stated that like uh, or like sorry, it seems like it's very like protesting too much almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, like a PR statement, like, here's how we're going to word our response, because yeah. it was very flowery. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, doth protest a bit much. <laughs> there it is. The sigh. Uh, what, what else? Is, I, can't, I can't believe Dwight no. Howard got traded. That's crazy. That's, that's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so apparently uh, Griffin left plans uh, for the next GM to be like, here's how you can go get Paul George and Jimmy Butler. Um, what? Is Griffin like a weird saint? <laughs> Maybe, like, yeah. That seems like an odd. That's choice. hilarious. Yeah. G- Griffin's the next Amelie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like that quote. Um, but I think the the maybe there's nothing to this. Maybe it's just bluster. But to me, w- one of the biggest things to come out today. Oh, I love bluster. Was that Phil Jackson is now being like you know. Porzingis is not really that coachable. I don't think he's that good. We're going to try and trade him. It's all because of that meeting, isn't it? And now I see why he didn't go to the meeting, (laughs) because Phil Jackson's an asshole. (laughs) Phil Jackson, like, ever since he came to New York, he's like, guess what I'm going to do? I love L.A. more than any place in the world, so I'm just going to take a dump after dump on New York. Yeah, honestly. Sometimes good coaches just don't translate to good you know, managers and owners. That's and, definitely true. Yeah. Ego's the thing you know. too. And and Phil Jackson is like the triangle works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
Um, well, uh, apparently, like when he was having players in for draft workouts, yeah, they were all they were doing is running triangle stuff, <laughs> just That's running it. the shapes of triangle on the floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they were actually the, running triangle. They were sets running triangle sets. So silly. So people who were like, I feel like every college kid is like, oh, yeah, exactly. But they're probably also like, New York's pretty great. Yeah, New York yeah. seems fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, there's there's one little bit of quiet. It, it's quiet news, but it could get bigger and probably. Uh, detested, oh, I think. Ooh. Lay it on me. Well, the Timberwolves just signed a three-year deal with Fitbit, which means they're going to be wearing a Fitbit patch on their jerseys. Oh, they unveiled a lot yeah. of those patches so, in the last couple of days. Are you guys okay with advertising oh, it's, on jerseys? I mean, whether we're okay with it or not, it's, it's happening. Because yeah. the Raptors also just signed one. Who? Sneaky D's. <laughs> no. What the world is oh. Sneaky D's? <laughs> Enlighten me, the American. The sneaky D's. What the? Sneaky. I need me some that sneaky D's now. Uh, like, please what? fucking do sneaky. So sneaky D's is um, like basically. Let's go for nachos tonight, guys. Yeah, it's basically a place you go get nachos and then you'll probably shit your pants. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a, like a TGI Fridays yeah. or yeah, like but it's, Applebee's. It's, it's or... not even a chain. It's a yeah. shitty dive bar. Yeah. <laughs> there's, well, there's one of them. How do they have the money to do this? No, this was entirely. He's just being oh, wow. I'm yeah. so out of the loop. just pranked us all. Well played, Matt. Well played. Oh, dear. That was amazing. Uh, no, but, uh, I'd be okay with it if it was Sneaky D's. I would love it. <laughs> if it was Sneaky D's, it's gonna be just, like, just a little crown for yeah. the King's nachos. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best in the world. Uh, Orlando just uh, did Disney. Disney, yeah. Okay, yeah. Which, Which makes is like, sense. I'm sure we'll be like Air Canada or something like that. Yeah. Um, mm. Going back to this Porzingis thing, um, I guess I'll ask you, if you're Philly, what do you trade for Porzingis? What do you, what do you put on the table? Okafor? If they'll take him. Nice. I mean, any, you get, any, ready to get rid of Okafor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't go asset crazy. I guess because you got Sarge no, and Simmons already. Got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And Embiid. So your your bigs are taken care of. Yeah, I think so. Um, Freddie, if you're the Raptors, what do you trade for Porzingis? Give me a package. Uh, I I feel like I would trade quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always like Powell has to be in every trade we I would think. have right now. What's tough with Porzingis is who does he fit with? Yeah. For instance, I don't want to get Porzingis, uh, like let's say for DeRozan or Lowry, because mm-hmm. I would want to add Porzingis mm-hmm. to this core. Like, uh, I, like I feel like Porzingis is gonna like cap out at like a second best player in a team, which is awesome. which is great. Yeah, but. So yeah, I, I'm I'm like, what picks do you want? Yeah, I'll give you two picks and Powell. Two, no problem. Two picks, Powell, Jonas. Uh, Let's make it happen. Yeah. The, the, what's always so weird though is all the salary matching, and and Chris Tapps is on. Oh right, he's on a rookie, rookie scale. contract. Yeah. So it's like, and I also think New York's probably like we don't want Jonas. Of course, New York wants Jonas. Yeah, fair Guarantee enough. Guarantee you, fair New York enough. wants Jonas. <laughs> yeah, actually, what am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. uh, Carol. Jonas <laughs> Rod Black for uh, Chris Tapps. Rod New York Black. will do yeah. it. Yep. Maybe they'll take Don Cherry. Just yeah. like, who are our oldest, most antiquated things we have in the city? Yeah. <laughs> a streetcar. Well, quick history. I <laughs> mean, political. Because I'm not a huge New York fan, but I don't, I don't know if you guys were aware. But the big as like Mallow's been big, but the biggest thing to happen in New York basketball, uh, at least for the for the Knicks, was the Jeremy Lin. It was when crazy. he yeah. went nuts, like yeah, but that's how bad they've just been. Totally for so for long. So that for, long for uh, you know tickets went from being like twelve bucks for the cheap seats to like seventy bucks. Wow, when the Jeremy Lin craze, but but wow, really? Um, yeah, because I was going to go that year. I was like, yeah, you know, see the next Madison Square Garden, and and then a week or two after Jeremy Lin, you know, yeah, whatever, had a couple thirty point games. It was just. It was over. Um, so they would probably take that deal with Toronto. They would probably take that deal because they're, they, it'll take them a while to think straight, I think. Except that Jim Dolan hates Masai Ujiri now. <laughs> yeah, because we've called them a couple times. Yeah. We gave well, them Bargnani. <laughs> Thou shall never forget. Yeah. <laughs> we got a pick for Bargnani. Is there any more like, um, craziness just a, out just there? Just a couple rumblings. Rockets are trying to move Beverly, apparently. Okay. Um, which is interesting. Freeing up room for Lowry and or Paul. Yeah, I guess that's the idea. Um, and the T-Wolves uh, waved Pekovic. Oh. Which I think maybe he's also just a dinosaur now. Yeah, he point. went the way of the lost center. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so that's it. That's I think that's those are the biggies. I'm just going to have a quick scroll in case there's something I forgot because it's been mm-hmm. so nuts. 
But yeah, I think. Uh, um, but I think that's it. I think I think that's yeah. that's it for the pod, right? Yeah. Or, or is there is there anything else anything else we want to hit up? I don't think so. No, I think yeah. I think, I think we're, we're good. Staring into the abyss of the off season now, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back for some off season specials throughout oh, yeah. the summer. Gonna, oh yeah, we're gonna gonna, gonna have some. Uh, summer yeah. league stuff. We're gonna have some draft recap. That's I'm right. sure. This is the season four finale. We are wrapping season four. That's right. Right now. Wow. Um, okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, I guess. <laughs> did I guess, we get any music out? Oh, we're oh, gonna yeah. get some music. Oh, okay. But, 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 yeah. Real quick. Um, I was gonna say. But yeah. Before we head. Obviously, you're in Woodstock. Uh, you know, not for a uh, super long time. Yeah. Definitely come check out the show. Uh, where, where is it exactly? Walter's Theater. Walter's Theater Walter's in Woodstock. Walter's Theater. Yeah. Google that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Parts of it are sold out. It's all sold out. It's all it's sold, all sold, sold out. out. But you know, you can you can uh, join some eighty and ninety year old people on the waiting list. And, there you go. Uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> um, so, uh, if, but if, if people wanted to check out what you're what you're up to in New York, is there any way for them to follow you? Yeah. Well, at Rodney Umble, but I also do hip hop comedy. So Squirm and Germ. S Q U I R M A N D G E R M. With uh, Tim um, Gerbach. Yeah. Tim Did Gerbach. I pronounce his last yeah. name right? Yeah. 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 And um, yeah. Thanks so much for having me Great. on. Great. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, coming, thanks buddy. For, yeah. yeah. Good to see you. Likewise. Well, we'll be coming at you sometime soon. Brought to you by Sneaker D's. <laughs> Sneaker D's. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. There it is. This has been the Confederacy of Dunks. Thanks for listening to season four, everybody. Uh, you know what you can do now that you're in the off season? Go to iTunes, give us a rating. Uh, you can listen to us on Stitcher and iTunes, and you can just go to dunkspodcast.com as well. Check it all out there. We got lots of stuff to do, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in the off season. Thanks for listening. Bye.